passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Welcome, Browns backers. I'm Chuck Campisi, joined by Tony Dick, and this is Believe in the Browns. And just to give you a quick background on who your hosts are, Tony Dick worked in various capacities with the Browns over the course of 21 seasons with the team. So when he mentions being in the building, it's being in the building. He started with the team as a member of the grounds crew in 91, worked with them up until the time they left for the city who shall not be named. Uh, <laughs> he rejoined the Browns upon their return to Cleveland and served his last nine years with the team as the team's manager of alumni relations before leaving in October of 2015. Tony is also a member of the Pro Football Researchers Association and has served as a research assistant for several documentary projects with NFL Films, NBC Sports, Time Warner Cable Sports Channel, and Epics. Myself, I have experience in the sports industry in various capacities with Major League Baseball teams, NCAA programs, the Miami Dolphins, the Buffalo Bills, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where I earned a Super Bowl ring with the Buccaneers. Super Bowl, anybody? 37. 37. Uh, and between Tony and I, we probably worked about... 20 Super Bowls. We're brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Welcome, Browns backers. It's Chuck Campisi here with Tony Dick on Believe in the Browns, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, TuneIn, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. You can also find us at Browns Believe. That's at Browns, B-L-E-A-V. The Super Bowl is right around the corner, about a week and a half away. And if you are looking to place a bet on any of the props, spread, over, under, or any of the other happenings in the sports world, hockey, basketball, whatever may be going on, betonline.ag is the best and only place to lock it in. Tony and I did it. Okay, this past week, we'll get into our very specific predictions, but we kind of had almost a reverse where he had the pack, I had the box, and then he had the Chiefs, and I had the Bills. So, uh, you know, we're, we're where we're at. We're here. Uh, <laughs> from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there is always the online casino. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. Tony, I always love the how long is the national anthem going to go. And, and if you ever heard Al Michaels' story about it, where he's like, I would always be there the Saturday before when they were uh, 
prepping it and uh, time it and then and then get a bet down. Uh, <laughs> good nice. stuff. Good stuff. So not a lot going on in Brown's world, right? What, what did we have, Tony? What was your 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 Brown's note for today? Well, Coach Stefanski, or uh, you know, professional football writers, Coach of the Year. I think that's um, you know probably well deserved. I I, I don't know really anybody who um you know i know ron rivera many people said was was their choice um but i think that was their choice going into the playoffs i, I think if you if you take a look at you know what coach was able to do throughout this season and to be able to get us to the second round i think it's pretty impressive yeah um it, you know especially when you take into account the fact that there was no training camp he didn't get all the extra time that everyone else typically gets as a first-year coach I, th- I thought he did a pretty outstanding job so uh, hats off to uh to coach you know it's one more trophy in the trophy case uh down, down there at uh, 76 Lou Groza Boulevard and um you know kudos to him I mean my, my only hope is that uh, next year he gets the uh coach of the year again as a second year coach and um you know hopefully we go beyond that second round of the playoffs that'll be the big thing right yeah because that'll be I mean and if he does that, that means the team's – I mean, you're assuming at least in the AFC Championship game. If he goes back-to-back coach of the years, which no. is almost unheard of, which means they're probably taking home field advantage for the playoffs and, and all that. So. And, and undefeated in preseason. I mean, those... uh, well, I mean, the Browns are preseason <laughs> champs. Yeah, we have, I mean, we've got several of those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe we lose and we're not preseason champs, and maybe that's what bodes well for yeah. us. Yeah. Uh, for, for the season. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll leave it there for now. We'll leave it there for now. So we'll break down kind of the AFC NFC championship games. We'll go chronologically as, as we are wont to do here. The first game up uh, Packers Buccaneers. I had the bucks to win. I had the bucks to cover and I had the over you had the pack to win, the pack to cover, but you also had the over. Uh, so you were one and two, uh, and I was three and zero. Oh, uh, this in this game, what did you think of this Packers Bucks game? I was back and forth, up and down a little bit. Uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, you know, for me, I think that the end of that, the the turning point of that game, and, and the point of no return in that game was right before halftime. Um, you've got the, the Buccaneers are fourth and four. Tom Brady goes off the field. The punting unit comes on the field. He puts the hood on, the mittens on, the scarf on. I mean, he's, you know, he's wrapped up like yeah, Bernie yeah. Sanders on the sidelines sitting in. The, and then all of a sudden, the hood comes off, the gloves come off, everything comes off. He goes back on the field. Not only did he get the first down, but then, you know, two plays later, they end up getting a touchdown. Not even two. It was the next play. Or was it the, ne- it was it was the, the next, next play? End up getting a touchdown. And the whole entire time I'm thinking, what the hell is the defense doing? Like, how how do, do do they allow the wide receiver to get behind them? Why were they running man coverage? Why why, why are you not starting 15 yards deep? As, yeah. Because if oh, you yeah. give up that quick out, yeah. there's six seconds. Well, there's eight seconds left at the timeout or whatever. Yeah. If you give up the field goal there, okay, it's 17-10 going into halftime. Manageable. So worst case scenario, you give up a field goal. And they're still – they're at the screen base 39. So it's it's still going to be a 56-yard field goal. So if you give up a 10-yard out, it's still a 46-yard field goal. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I in Green Bay in January, so <laughs> I, I, I didn't understand it until you know I, I sat back a little bit and then I was reminded that it was Mike Patton that made that call and then I was like, okay, well now now it all makes sense. <laughs> I mean <laughs> hate to get that dig in, but I just did. I, I did that to me was the turning point because you could just see you know, you can see the air coming out of the balloon. And I know it was halftime and they had time to make adjustments, but they had the opportunity to go in and it would have been close. And and then that happens. And, and it's just, uh, it, they, they just look like a different team in the second half. And then, you know, Aaron Rodgers, I, I don't want to, I, I mean, I want to rewind it all the way to, um, you know, all the way to April. But, you know, all I could think of that whole entire game when I'm watching him out there is, Man, it would have been nice if they would have used that draft pick that they used on a quarterback <laughs> to, to have an off, you know, another offensive weapon, or or maybe uh, someone else in the secondary on defense. Or I mean, there's a thousand other things that they could have used, and and just to know that he had to go through that whole season with that kind of in the back of his mind, I, I'm not, I'm not sure I would have been able to handle that. I mean, that that's just I, I don't know. It, those are my thoughts. I, I just thought felt bad for Aaron Rodgers. And then at the same time, you can't say anything bad about um, just the performance of the Buccaneers defense. Tom Brady, I know, gets all, you know, hey, Brady carried him. I mean, he had some of those throws he had. It just looked like like you're in the backyard with grandpa and he's just throwing the ball up <laughs> as far as, uh, you know, although my grandpa was probably younger when he was doing it. Uh, <laughs> but with that, I, I didn't understand that. Um, some of that was confusing to me, why he was just whipping that ball up I mean, there. some of those, yeah. I mean, he was just literally like, I mean, I could have thrown it because yeah. he wasn't even really looking. He's yeah. just like, ah, let me throw. And a couple of them were caught yeah. by his team, but a couple of them were also caught yeah. by the opposing team. Yeah. Yeah, the three inter- – I mean, that's totally uncharacteristic of him, three interceptions. And I mean, come on. When you yeah. when you seen that? So, um, you, you know, I kudos to their – but their defense was lights out. I, I mean, I I mean, they shut down Aaron Rodgers uh, when they needed to. And so – Yeah, I mean, and, and just think about it from this standpoint. The, you know, three receivers that were taken – I'm not going to go through the whole roster. T. Higgins, Michael Pittman Jr., and Chase Claypool – were all drafted after Jordan Love and within, you know, 15 picks of him. So mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been that big of a reach to take any of those guys yeah. at that spot. Now, can you imagine that Packers offense with any of those three yeah. rookie yeah. receivers? I mean, rookie receivers that had, hey, good year. But just to have another weapon yeah. available to you. And, and, and the rookie receivers who had good years without freaking Aaron Rodgers. Yes. I, I mean, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, yeah, I mean come on. You yeah. might as well add 20% to their numbers, you, yeah. you know. Uh, so, yeah, that to me. And like I said, if I'm, you know, yeah, I'm I just mean, being. almost had 1,000 yards with the Bengals. And, yes, uh, we know Burrow was playing great, but he was injured for, you know, quarter of the, year. of the season. Yeah, so. Yeah. It, it, he's easily getting. He's probably twelve hundred yards with with yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and like I said, if I'm if I'm at home thinking about this, I can't imagine that Aaron Rodgers isn't in the huddle looking around like, what am I doing here? It, you know, what, how how is this happening to me? And and I know, well, you know, we can't say anything because that was the other thing I was telling my son. We were watching the game. I'm thinking, man, imagine being a Packers fan and you went from Brett Favre to this guy. I, yeah. I mean, how magical yeah. does that have to be, especially here in Cleveland? But but maybe I don't know, maybe twenty years from now we're saying hey that was the right pick or whatever. Yeah. But for today in the now, 
I just that's all I could think of is man, if this guy just had one more weapon right now, because yeah. it, it, you know it just it, it would have helped. I, I mean, I don't think anybody can deny that. But yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. And I would say, you know, the the struggles though, even though you're looking at Rodgers and you're like, hey, the numbers were were okay. You know, I mean, hey, he threw on 346 yards, three TDs, only threw the one pick. But that team couldn't move the ball when they needed to. No. Right? The Buccaneers, on those three Brady interceptions. So he goes back-to-back-to-back interceptions on consecutive Buccaneers drives. The Packers have the one touchdown drive, really nice drive. The next two drives, six total plays, minus five total yards. Yeah. that You can't have that when you're trying to win a championship game. Yeah. I mean, they should have, and they put up any points there and it totally changes the dynamic of that game. Yeah. And it, so, well, but, I, and I thought too, you know, I thought too, they, 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 they pulled us to Fansky and kind of abandoned the run a little bit early too. I, I, I think they were running, uh, you know, in the first quarter, they were getting pretty decent chunks of yardage and then they just, kind of abandon that which you know to me i i don't know i i don't know it, it was just a mess and, and but at the same time we got to go back the bucks defense was part of that i yes. mean um so i don't know hats off to the bucks defense um if i had known they were going to play that well i would not have uh, picked uh, the way yeah, i yeah. picked so I, you know I, that you know although if you're looking at it right <laughs> if you're looking at just the quarterback stats, and you see, hey, Aaron Rodgers is 33 for 48, 346 <laughs> yards, three touchdowns, one interception. And then you see Tom Brady's 20 for 36, 280, three touchdowns, but three picks as well. Yeah. I mean, maybe the sacks play a role, right? Brady only got sacked the one time. Rodgers got sacked five times. I mean, yeah. they were coming after him. Yeah. Well, part, know, part of the reason, though, that Brady didn't get sacked is because he was throwing the lollipop. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess when you're just aiming it, right? I mean, I guess Rodgers could have heaved it a couple more times yeah. and thrown two more picks and, and, and reduced his sack numbers. Uh, so, you know, it it was an interesting game from just, I mean, you're looking at those numbers and, and most people probably would have said, well, a guy that throws the fewer picks is going to win uh, when you have a similar number of touchdowns. But I think that Bucks defense was also just a, a little stronger. And they were missing some talented players. I mean, so yeah. out of their defensive backfield where if they don't get those guys back from the Super Bowl, uh let's say I'm not high on their chances of, of stopping the Kansas City offense, shall we say. Yeah. Um so yeah, we both, you know, kind of uh agree with some of the play calling and and just some of the way that that game broke out for folks. But it is interesting. I mean it is amazing that Tom Brady is going into his tenth freaking super bowl well especially for a guy who was who, who should have retired five years ago right i you hear that after every season like oh this is it you know the brady decline and for the last five seasons we've started the season off with after game three should he retire is he too old and and then here we are you know i, I mean all, all this you know with a quarterback who people have been saying should have been you know should be retiring for the last five years we've started the season off with you know, is this the year? Is this the year? And um, I mean, he just looked ageless out there. I, you know, take away the three picks because I, I got to say that's a one-off. Um, I mean, he still commands that offense. And and think about it. I mean, it's and, and it's not like I mean, just think, I, I don't want to get overly but, but, crazy but what with about it. it. What if I told you? Right, it's not a thirty for thirty, but, but yeah. uh, right. <laughs> 
how many how many touchdown passes do you think Tom Brady threw this year? I don't know, 25? 40. 40. He threw 40 freaking yeah. – I mean, you didn't hear his name at yeah. all, right? I mean, people talking about, oh, you know, this guy or that guy is the best quarterback in the league and, and all these – Tom Brady threw 40 touchdown passes this year, and nobody batted a fucking eye. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, yeah, I think <laughs> the biggest thing for me is – you just look at, and you know this. How how dormant was that franchise? And and I and I don't want to I don't want to make it out like he had no talent. It's not like uh, this is the 1982 Buccaneers, and he went down there, and it was just him and Coy Bacon, and they wanted <laughs> they go to the Super Bowl. I, I mean, he had he had a talented team, but as we all know, you can have talent and, and not go to the Super Bowl. And just to interject him, you know, put him into the mix, and to carry that team. To the Super Bowl, it's it's amazing. I, I mean, it's one of those things where I, I never, at the beginning of the year, people were joking about it. Oh, he's going to take, you know, God, Buccaneers are going to the Super Bowl. And then as the year went on, as you said, like he quietly, week to week, carried them to where they are right now. And, and hey, I'll say it because I picked up the green. I didn't think they were going to be able to do it. I, I honestly didn't. And the fact that they did, I mean, it's a testament to him. And, I, I you know, I hear people now saying, well, this, is a flit- uh, this solidifies his position as the greatest quarterback. And now I'm pretty sure he was there like two yeah, yeah. years ago. Yeah. Who, who was debating that? <laughs> yeah. Like... Yeah. So, I mean, to me, and, and you know, the crazy thing is not to jump ahead. I, I mean, whether they win or lose in two weeks, I mean, they've got a pretty good chance of getting back there a couple times with if they can keep this oh, team yeah. together. I mean, next I mean, year, I mean, what's the stop? I mean, he's under contract for next year, guaranteed, yeah. right? What's to stop them from going back next year? I mean, I, obviously, yes. Okay, you're looking at the numbers. Yeah, Rodgers, uh, as I asked the Brady question, right? If Rodgers threw 48 touchdown passes this season, right, against five interceptions. But he's also significantly younger than Tom Brady, and nobody was really worried about you know, his ability to perform from that standpoint. So we don't know if, we don't know if Aaron Rodgers will be in the NFC next year though, too. I mean, which would be crazy, (laughs) right? If you're the Packers, if you're you're the Packers, oh God, if he goes to the Patriots, that would be phenomenal. That would be a great storyline. That's on my wish list. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks. So we'll head over, but before we head over to the Bills Chiefs game, With the new year comes tons of new big games in sports. With big games, you need big stakes. Kansas City stakes as the cuts you crave to celebrate the playoffs and the big game. Visit KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day and save up to $25 on combos perfect for game day. Plus, get free shipping with code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V at checkout. Try the snack pack combo featuring small plates with big flavor, mini beef Wellington steak burger sliders, mac and cheese melts, shrimp wrapped in bacon. Every order is flash frozen, delivered directly to your home. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Basically every cut of steak imaginable, plus appetizers, desserts, barbecue, and so much more. Again, Go to KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day and use the code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at checkout for free shipping. Kansas City Steaks, big games, big taste. 
we're headed in to the AFC Championship game. Yes, yes, yes. Slightly different. And I don't know why. For some reason, both of us are, when you look back, we're idiots. We're idiots, Tony. Um, I'm not going to argue with that. We had two of the most high-powered offenses in the league. Both of us, for some reason, unbeknown to man, picked the under. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I had had breakfast. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't know. Was I day drinking at that point? Like, I don't, I, I don't know what. Um, uh, the over under on that one's probably what we were doing. It was, yeah. I mean. I, it was 53. They hit 62. Uh, so we were not even close. Um, I had Bills, Bills under. You had Chief, Chiefs under. So you were 2-1. and one. I was 0-3. So both of us for the week finished 3-3. Three and three. Uh, You had the 1-2 and two, and then the 2-1. and one. I had the 3-0 and oh, and then the 0-3. Oh, call that you... a push. I call that a push. Yeah. What? what... <laughs> What are your thoughts on this game? I mean, Buffalo jumped out to, you know, the nine-point lead, and then then they're down nine points by the end of halftime. I, I mean, I just I, – and I thought, you know, even when I made the pick that this could go either way. But when we got to about halftime, I, w- I think that's when I realized that even though, you know, I've watched Kansas City several times this year, it wasn't until then that you realized that this team is – I mean, they're, they're world champs for a reason. I mean, it's a special team. And and that little Tyreek Hill, I mean, I, I feel bad for any defense that has to go up for that guy, against that guy, and, and has to account for him. I mean, he's just, you know, special player. Oh. But but it was just one of those things where I, as good as Buffalo was all year, I, I mean, it just goes to show just how great Kansas City is. Because it's not like they were playing a terrible team. No. I mean, they were playing a great team. And, um... You know, they just they just rolled them. I mean, they they just rolled them, and I I don't I don't know if anybody could have played in the AFC could have played. Although I you know I hear hear from a lot of our Browns fans that oh my god you know that Browns would have they would have killed you know Kansas City or they would have done better. Now I don't say yeah there isn't a single team in out of the AFC that's in that class. I mean that Kansas City is one. And everybody else is just a couple steps below that um, right now. I mean, they just—they're too talented, and um, and so yeah, I, I would—I I, I held out hope, even though I had picked Kansas City, held out hope that you know Buffalo could somehow maybe pull it off, and you know it would have been a great story. But I mean, they're just a couple pieces away. Nothing, nothing to be ashamed of. I mean, I think they certainly have you know the core pieces in play that they're going to be a contender for a while. But it's just. I think that game kind of showed you just how far away it, people are from contending with them. It's going to be a little while um, before that can happen. So yeah, and I think if people, if you would have told Bills fans at the beginning of this season that they'd be in the AFC Championship game, I don't think there's a single Bills no. fan that's that's saying, "Oh well, that's not good enough." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and yes, this Kansas City team. I mean, who do you stop? Yeah, right. I mean, you have Kelsey as a tight end. You have Tyree Kill on the on the wide side. You have Edward Delaire or whatever on the coming out of the backfield or whatever the hell that kid's name is, right? How, how do you even stop, no. right? And then Williams, right? Uh, I mean, it's 
And, and Andy Reid, I don't think he gets the credit he deserves. Andy Reid is dialed in, man. I mean, you you he knows what he has right now. Yeah. And when you go back to that Browns game with that ballsy throw on the fourth, I mean, he knows what he has. And and he, I mean, you talk about having confidence. I mean, when you're when your coach is willing to make those calls like he made on fourth down, I mean that that permeates through everything that they do. And right now. Man, that's a team that's on fire. Like they are confident in their ability, and they are just clobbering teams. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I one of the things that that you know, granted, I did not think they were going to win, regardless of of what would have happened in this situation. But the Bills going for that two point conversion at the end at, on that touchdown when it was you know it was twenty one thirty eight. Whereas if you get the two, it's a two point game. Yeah. So I I understand sometimes you know, and I I enjoy the analytics, and I understand the analytics of people saying, well, you're going to have to get the two two point conversions anyway. Go for it early because then you know if it's a two possession game or a three possession game. I understand that logic, but there's also a logic that says keep it as close of a game as you can for as long as possible, because that puts some pressure on the opposing team. Whereas if if you're Kansas city and they kick that extra point and it's 22 to 38, not that that puts a ton more pressure on you, but now, you know, it's a two possession game. Whereas they go for two and they miss it. And it's 21 38. There's no way they're scoring three times in that time span. It's just, it's not happening. Whereas you could say, Hey, you know what? They could score twice and then they go and get the onside kick yeah you it's just from a there's a there's mental pressure that you have to try to impose on the opposing team and by going for two points there you and not getting it you don't put that pressure i could see if you needed that two point conversion to make it a two possession game but you didn't and, and it's not always so much, you know, putting pressure on the defense. It's taking pressure off your own team because as much as the defense is looking up at the scoreboard, your team's yeah. looking up at the scoreboard. Yes. And you don't want people on your side to feel like it's oh, like yeah, this is insurmountable. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and it's and I so I think, you know, granted, you know, there was three minutes, three and a half minutes left. So yeah. uh, I'm not saying hey, the Bills would have come back and won. Like. No, but I think it, it, it provides a different level of intensity, I think, both, yes, for your team, but also uh, on the opposing team to, okay, well, maybe we got to, maybe they get a little tighter or something like that. Yeah. Whereas a three-possession game with three and a half minutes left and you're Kansas City, like, and you know you're not going to back-to-back-to-back onside kicks. Like, no, we know we got this. Like, it's, it's yeah. done. So I, I didn't understand that play call. The rest of the play calling, I mean, the Bills just, they could not get – other than Jared Allen, they couldn't get anything going on the ground. I mean, that they really need to work on, you know, that, and that offensive line. I mean, he got a ton of pressure. I mean, and yes, some of the sacks he took were atrocious, but some of them, some of the ones he got out of, yeah, you know, because I mean, guys just literally missing blocks. I mean, ro- yeah. running free rushers that <laughs> that are that were literally lined up, that were down linemen. Yeah. I mean, it's not like a linebacker came blitzing or a corner came off the edge. And the running back went the other way because that was the route. Just, just literally, man standing in front of you. I'm gonna go block the other guy. I, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this, and, and for for those of us who listen, or for those of you who listen on a regular basis, you're probably gonna cringe when I say this. But I, you know, while I was watching it, I'm sitting there thinking, what would this? As good as Josh Allen is, what would this kid look like? 
behind our offensive line. Oh my god! Uh, I mean, it would have been lights out. Uh, I mean, you know, and I'm not, I'm not saying that hey, he should be on our team. Like, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> saying that. But I'm just saying, uh, you he know, that, been, that, right? that's a, yeah, that's <laughs> the difference between a difference that a, a quality offensive line makes for a quarterback, even if they're an above average quarterback, which he is an above average quarterback, but having a above average line just elevates their game. And in there, that's imagine the, if you put, even, even if you didn't have the great offensive line, even if you have the bills offensive line, imagine if you had Chubber hunt in that back, oh, yeah. that would be able to, I, I mean, I'm not saying Singletary's not a good NFL running back, but he is, he's not Chubber hunt. He's, he's replacement level. He's yeah. average. He's an average NFL running yeah. back, which is, Still a phenomenal athlete. Okay, great. Yeah. But he is definitely not Chubber Hunt. I, and so you put one of those guys in there that can maybe churn a couple extra yards every time they touch yeah. the ball. I mean, Chubb's averaging what? He was averaging four yards a carry after first contact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's ridiculous. So if you're in that offense, it, it yeah, it would be interesting to see kind of how that would have played out. Uh uh, maybe you switch a body or two between the Browns, but that's the difference, right? That Kansas City has all of those guys. Yeah, they've got everything they need, and, and they don't need anybody else. And, and they, yeah, there was a moment where people were like, it reminded me a little bit of that Tennessee game last year, right, where Kansas City got down twenty-one nothing early, and everybody's like, "Oh man!" Yeah, and then they were just like, "Oh shit, we're down." Uh, yeah, let's right, start let's, playing. Oh guys, hey, right, right. Yeah. Let's 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 run the real plays now. Yeah, and it's like boom, 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 and then it was just over before you even knew it. Uh, so you know, sorry for our friends over on the other shores of Lake Erie. Yeah, but definitely wow. hats off to them for an amazing. As you said, I, I I think this isn't a one and done. They'll be around for a while. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, they got the right people in place. I mean, sounds familiar, right? They got they they found their quarterback, they found their coach. Uh, they just got to add some pieces, and they'll be fine. And and I think I, I'm super excited about that. I mean, if the Browns are going to be competitive for years, it, it it would be awesome to have some great Browns Bills, um, you know, matchups, yeah. you know, down the road. That'd be awesome. Um, so looking forward to that. Yeah, no, definitely. And and so that's that's kind of where we'll wrap up here today folks i mean that like i said that bills brown bills chiefs game not a whole lot to to yeah. go over i mean it was interesting there for i would say the majority of the first half but that second half just kind of just kind of fell apart you knew it was getting away from them and they just couldn't stop that chiefs defense or chiefs offense oh, so we'll get into the super bowl next week where we talk about who our picks are uh, between Brady and Mahomes, Bucks, Chiefs, uh, and we may, uh, I don't know, we may, uh, we may sneak off to Tampa and uh, be there at the game. We're not going to tell anybody that, but, uh, but it might happen. Um, so we'll see what happens with us as we pit the ageless Tom Brady against the youthful Patrick Mahomes. Uh See what happens. Yeah. Super Bowl Fifty Five, and and congratulations to Greg Williams, because now you are you're off the hook, right? <laughs> congratulations to Greg Williams. I just leave with that. Uh, you can thank Mike Pett. He's setting sending Mike Pett in a fruit basket. There you go. No pun intended. Hey, <laughs> jump check. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. 
Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.